Hello, hello. I am here with my girls. This is Girl Change Your Clothes, and I am super happy to have my girls in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so together we are Girl Change Your Clothes. And I am so happy to have my dear friend Christy Hawkins. She is our special guest today. So welcome, Christy. Thank, Thank you so much. Glad to have you. Oh, and we are really happy to have my dear friend Denise in the room. Hey, hey Denise. Denise. Hey, girl. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for this topic. And not last but not least, my dear friend Shelly Moses. Hey, girl. Hey, Shelly. So today, I don't know if you girls are ready, but I am so ready. So can you help me just to tell our listeners what are we going to talk about today? You ready? We yeah. ready. All right. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about sex, baby. Okay, that was me, baby. I have to agree that. I know the song. Yeah, I just feel like the, the key line. <laughs> I just want to talk about what the song says. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, for some of us, it's not so comfortable. For some others, they are very, very comfortable with it. That's why we have Christy here. Come on, girl. <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable with it. I have to say. So, we're going to be talking about intimacy in marriage. We're going to be speaking about sex and those things that we got to do just to give a little bit of heat yeah. and just make things a little bit more interesting in our marriage. Yes. And, you know, by being exposed to a legalistic environment, when I grew up, I was exposed to that. Sex was a word that wasn't much allowed right. in my house. And I think Christy my and dear. some of us, we are in the same. Um, so we grew up fighting against it through our adolescence. How do you say that? Adolescence. Adolescence, adolescence. Mm -hmm. and yeah. youth. And, and you know what? The problem is that sex ended up being reduced to an act that has happened in order to procreate. Right. It, it, that's the only thing that that was good for. So today we want to talk about it because all of us, we are married. And we have been able to experience and to make it work in a marriage, even though we thought about those things when we just got married. I got married when I was 20, so I was really young. Um, but you know what? Here we are, 17 years after, 20 years after. Denise, how many years you've been married? I've been married 15 years. 15 years. I'm going to be 18 years in. Yay. So, hey, girls, we got so much serious in the room. So... <laughs> There are some things that we have to consider in order to grow our sexual pity. And today we will talk in a clean, open, and not scandalous way about the beautiful art of intimacy with our loved one. And that will help us, us married women, to feel free to serve our spouse and enjoy together the joy in the sexual act created by God. Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah. I want to go ahead and give the opening to Denise. What do you got to say, girl? You know what? Marriage is a beautiful thing, and it is ordained by God. And intimacy, when I think of intimacy, I think of into me. Ooh. Into me. I like that. So that means that you have to be into your spouse. Mm -hmm. if, you're, um, if you're married to... Um, 
a, a man, you have to be get wise, be into your teach him how to be into you, and then you you learn how to be into him. And so, uh, with that being said, Jamie mentioned the years of marriage. We at this table have probably over what about fifty years of marriage, and you know, throughout the marriage season, it can get boring right things mm-hmm. can become dull or dry yes. and so you have to come up with unique and creative ideas to keep the intimacy going Absolutely. and so we have our fabulous guest <laughs> and her name is miss christy hawkins and she's going to start off with sharing how we can continue to be intimate with our amazing husband or if you are a male out there listening with your amazing wife yes mm-hmm. absolutely so let's talk about sex. Yeah. Nina's super excited. Yes. Um, for for way too long, like uh, Denise was saying, you know, when you most people um, and a lot of people, when when they hear intimacy, their mind automatically goes to sex right. or the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Right. So her advice on you know what into me that's that's such a thing that we can be captivated by and mm-hmm. something we can keep in the back of our mind because intimacy is so important in our marriages. Um, You know, like I said, most people think bedroom sets, but I personally can speak from experience. Um, There's a few steps Mm -hmm. in order to get you into a very good, intimate relationship with your husband. I feel like that you just don't get married, go to the bedroom, and have a very successful, passionate sets like right um but i think that we if we take the steps in order to get us because we can get there but i think if you look at your marriage as we're building something so if you take each layer of things that you can entwine within your marriage and begin to build your marriage before long you've built your home you've built this you know you've built this room of intimacy with your spouse and um one of the things that um, I feel is that if you take the steps that I'm about to talk about, I, I feel and I know from experience that you will go to a different level in your relationship, both in and outside of the bedroom. Yes. Yes. yes and um, I think one of the most core foundations um, is healthy communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know like, you say communication, you know, you need to communicate, but it really sounds so cliche, but it really is the key element in building a strong, healthy, happy marriage. Um, if you learn to talk to each other, that that's such a great thing, but if you don't, and you just kind of, you know, let things pass and you don't establish a great foundation in communication, that's going to set the difference apart from you having a happy, strong, healthy marriage compared to one that is toxic, mm-hmm. unhappy, and you're just there. You know, you're just abiding in this marriage where there's no happiness. Yeah. Um, so I think that um, healthy communication is so important. Um, but for a lot of people, um, I would let me say this disclaimer, though. Um 
every person is different. Mm -hmm. Their childhood is different. Their upbringing is different. Their background is different. Mm -hmm. So it may be easy for me to be like, okay, I'm a good communicator. But my spouse may come from a different background and he may not be a good communicator. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's very important that when you are learning how to build communication within your marriage, that you are mindful of your spouse Mm -hmm. and the background that he comes from. Um, And be patient. Yeah. Because sometimes, us, you know, we like, I'm a go-getter. Like, mm-hmm. I love to get things done. Like, mm-hmm. if it's on my list, I want to check mark aside. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I can get very impatient in things. But when we're building our intimacy with our spouse, we need to be patient. And we need to make sure that if we're moving faster than they are, that we're willing to slow down mm-hmm. so that we move together. Mm-hmm. You know, so I did want to put that um, disclaimer out there. And if you are someone, because I know our audience is, you know, pretty broad. Um, if you're someone that is in your marriage and you're, you don't really have healthy trust issues. Mm. If you don't really have those healthy trust issues um, or um, relationships, um, the process is probably going to take you a little longer. You know, and it connects into being patient and being willing to help each other in the place that you are. I've been married for 17 years, and I feel like me and my husband, we have a great marriage right now. Um, But it hasn't always been great. Mm -hmm. It's been okay. We, you know, start off newlyweds learning, you know, how to adjust to each other. Um... And then we got to, you know, a little bump in the road. And then we got where we were like, okay, you know, we're, we're in our good stage. You know, mm-hmm. this feels good. Mm-hmm. But then um, probably like two or three years ago, um, me and Jamie began to do some changes in our marriage. And I truly believe that this is where our marriage went from okay and then it getting, a, you know, a good, good place to a great marriage. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that these steps, and I'm just speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not a professional in any of this. I'm just speaking on what has worked for me and my husband. Um, But I feel like if you apply these um, steps, whether you've been married one year or you've been married 30 years, if you're willing to start this process, it's going to work for you. Right. It's going to work for you. Um, but you have to be intentional mm-hmm. every day. You have to be intentional to make sure that your marriage is getting taken care of. Your spouse is being taken care of. And I don't always, I don't mean that in a sexual way because we all have other needs outside of the bedroom. Right. You know, uh-huh. and, you know, marriage and sets, you know, a lot of emphasis get put on sets, but they're so much more that you build upon that really builds that intimacy Mm -hmm. relationship between you and your husband. Um, Two things that has just worked for me um, and my husband is we have daily heart checks. Every single day we do daily heart checks. Um, We create five or between five and 20 minutes every day. 
Um, and according to what our schedule is for the day, it can be sometimes early mornings um, that we will get up and go walk and we'll have, you know, our time together. Or um, most of the time, our heart chats are in the evening. After I've put the kids to bed, we have, you know, our favorite cup of coffee, you know, when we kind of, you know, come together and, you know, I talk about his day. He talks about, or um, I ask him about his day and he asks me about mine. Um, the highs, mm -hmm. the lows, you know, of our day, because I believe, you know, each day is different. You know, his good day may be my low day, you know, because mm -hmm. I've been running around with the kids. I'm stressed, you know, I'm trying. So one thing that we learned to do probably, I don't know, probably six or seven years ago is uh, we learned each other's love language. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure everybody has kind of went through that book or seen it or heard about it. And so we learned each other's love language and we learned how each other is fueled. And um, so we try every day to make sure that we keep our love tank at 10. You know, that's not always possible. You know, life happens. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a busy, busy schedule, um, all of us. But I have found that my love language and Jamie's love language, it can take, since we know what mine is, acts of service, and, um, and his is uh, words of affirmation and physical touch, and mine is um, quality time and acts of service. And um, I have seen my husband go from having such a terrible day to me just asking like a few of these questions, babe, how was your day? You know, mm -hmm. and he'll tell me and he's had a low day, but I have learned that since I know what his love language is, mm -hmm. I know how to feel that love tank and take his day from being a bad day into a day that, you know what, when he goes to bed and he lays his head down, he's at peace, mm -hmm. you know, and I've changed that day for him. So the next day, whenever he wakes up, He's not carrying that into the next right, day. Right. He's had a peaceful night's sleep. And I also think that a daily heart check is a good place for the hard questions. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, he had a bad day. Um, did I say anything today that hurt you? Or did I say anything that offended you? Or, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I was having a bad day and he said something that was quick back to me and I took it as he was coming at me and now here I am I, that's all I've thought about you know I'm mad why would he say that to me or why would he do that um so I think these daily heart checks are really really good um because nothing needs to fester I have a question about that um when you say daily heart checks mm -hmm. um I think it's really, really good that you all set aside a specific time. It's so important to know when to have the daily heart checks because if your spouse just came home from work and you know he has just worked or she has just worked a stressful job and, um, and you know, their mind is not where it should be. The daily heart checks should be where they can be comfortable, right. where they can sit down and they can, you know, they need a moment to relax Absolutely. and have themselves together. Um, but one thing I was going to ask you with the daily heart checks and the heart questions, is that a time for before the pillow? When you're in the bed before pillow talk? Do you do it then or how um, would you? I think our personal, this is just our personal daily heart checks. 
it's basically just assessing our day and mm -hmm. where we're at, you know, because I, I'm super busy with running our business and, you know, being with kids, going here, going there. He's busy with our business. So by the time the end of the day comes, like our minds are both just, you know, we're done. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's for us. He comes in, he gets a shower, we have dinner, we've had time to relax a little bit. Same for me. Um, the kids are in the bed and we just have that quiet time. Mm -hmm. So this is not something that you want to plan Hey, babe, as soon as he walks in the door, hey, let's go to the bedroom. Right. I want to talk. Right. No, no, no. no. Right. It's natural. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I promise you, you're not going to get the results yeah. that you're hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. Yes, I promise you that. So, yes, it is very important to find what works for you. Mm -hmm. right. And each couple is so different. Right. You know, schedules are different. Right. Um, so therefore, I feel like just finding what works best for you and your spouse. And you know what? To add to that, any that's really work. Because when you take the time to have some intimacy with your husband prior to going to the bed, actually the bed part works better when you actually have intimacy before. Right. Not sexually, but knowing each other. And I say that with my husband because same thing. Like we've been married 20 years. But I am going to be honest, my marriage has started to take shape in the last three years. Mm -hmm. We had a rough time not too long ago, mm -hmm. but now it's kind of like coming back up. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we've been intentional, it just happens. Even though if I'm sitting on my desk at the office and I'm working, what he's doing lately is he takes a cup of coffee and he sits right across from me mm -hmm. on the chair. And sometimes I'm so busy and I'm like, I see him sitting there. I'm like, really? But you know what? Mm -hmm. The fact that he's looking for that moment yes. to spend time with yes. me, it means so much for me mm -hmm. that I just end up like putting the computer on the side mm -hmm. and asking him, how was your day? Mm -hmm. Or telling him how That's my day good. went. And I just tell him what I did, like, mm -hmm. you know, good mm -hmm. or bad. And it actually makes it better when, you know, when we go to the bed. So it's like, well, I don't know if you can call it foreplay. I don't right. know. I don't know. We call our daily way. check like foreplay before foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like foreplay it's number, step number one. You know, yes. you, you feel like there's that, there's a moment for you to be able right. to share. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that's important because you're getting... You're getting your mind, um, and I'll talk about that here in a minute. But um, another thing that we do is we do a weekly heart touch. And that is um, where we choose a topic for a week. And we do not veer off that topic. Um, it can be something that is just relational, or it can be something that is sexual, something that we want to think about, something that, you know, hey, you know, well, what do you think about this in the bedroom? Or it's just one specific topic that it can be from parenting to daily life. But we do a weekly um, heart touch and we, we work on it. We're intentional about that topic for one week. And then when we meet again, um, but I, I give y'all a gift and, um, and it's a journal, but that is one of the things that I bring to our um, Heart Touch is that I bring a journal and I journal our topics because, you know, 
All right, we we address our topic. We work on it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. It's just experience. <laughs> but um, we bring a journal. We write the topics down, and just say I, I like the journaling. Um, personally, for things, okay, if we work on it right now. Um, what if it comes up in two years? You know, what if what if this same topic comes back up in two years? I can go back to my journal and be like, hey, we've already discussed that. This is what he likes. This is what he don't like. Mm-hmm. You know what? We haven't been doing that lately. So mm-hmm. maybe that's where the disconnect yeah, is because good. this that's was really working. Really you know, right. this was. So it's really good to keep, you know, a track just like sure. you would, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a daily journal. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a journal um, person and you like to write your thoughts, it takes you back, you know, and you can fix things easier mm-hmm. when you can go back and be like, yeah, you know, so. I think that is really, really good what you just brought out. And then even what you just brought out, um, Jamie, first with you, you were saying that how Joel, he comes in, he sits right there, mm-hmm. you know, he's being into you yes. and right. you've been into him. Right. And once you, and, and just like with you, writing down, finding out what, Jamie likes and then him finding out what you like right. it's like you're being intentional about learning right. what that person That's is all about what they like and, and and actually like with George what he does is he brings flowers uh-huh. he knows I love flowers That's he started that when we were dating I would show up at work and there would be a bouquet of flowers sitting on my desk every morning right. and so That's it's so like okay sweet. he's been intentional about right. being into me right. and so when you get in the bed when the physical aspect come along Oh my goodness, because he's already started. It's, right. a, it's a mental thing. Right. It starts in your mind. Right. And then it's like, okay, he's softening my heart. Oh, he yes. cares about yes. me. He loves me. Right. He, yes. You know, it's like he's taking, we have to take the time out to mm-hmm. invest in our spouses. Absolutely. And once you invest in your spouse, before you get in the bed, mm-hmm. it is so amazing. A lot of people think they can do that microwave love relationship, yeah, and that's right. not intimacy. You know, right. you just come home and you hit it and get it, and no, right. Right. that's not intimacy. And, and I know a lot of women; it takes time for us to warm right. up, absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, because really a husband good. with a journal, they can go build a house. Come in, in, you know. Right I'm not like that. Right? Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. Um, one thing that going back to, um, the weekly hurts touch that we do, um, one thing that I do want to point out is when you and your spouse, whenever you do decide on a, a topic or a subject that you want to address, um, our, our weekly heart touch is a no judgment zone. That's good. That's really good. A no judgment zone. It is a time where we can bring the uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, and we can talk about it. And us as women, we can tend to have blinders a lot of the time. We just see what's in front of us. Although we can see what's all around us, but our point of view, you know, we, we're pretty focused on what we're thinking because, you know, we're mm-hmm. always right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Just I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I'm I mean, sorry, man, I'll do listening. right? <laughs> you know it's true, right? But I think it's very important, even when you're doing daily heart checks um, or you're doing the weekly heart touch. I think it's very um, good to be mindful and of their perspective mm-hmm. right. and to keep an open mind, mm-hmm. yeah. um, because if 
If you are connecting the dots, if you're doing the communication and you're being consistent and you're being intentional in your relationship, your intimacy is going to grow leaps and bounds just just with that. Um, But these are just things that like that has worked for us that we feel like that has gotten us, you know, to a better place in our marriage. Um, You were talking about, you know, before you get to the bedroom. Well, I feel like communication is like, that's like the foreplay before the foreplay. But I kind of feel like the next thing is like, really? (laughs) Yes, yes. I kind of feel like. I feel like he was getting there. Yes, yes. So then. Before you get to the next thing, I just wanted to say about when you're talking about the communication, I think sometimes because of our upbringing, whatever we've seen, whatever we've been around, exposed to, or whatever, we have to undo that. Right. Mm-hmm. And we can't do undo that ourselves, right. obviously, because we just keep, you know, doing a cycle right. of the same thing over and over because that's all we've known. Right. But with prayer and patience on both parts yes. of the relationship, right. you know, your, your husband and wife, it takes work. Yes. You know, and so I, that's one thing that I have been trying to undo for some time and it's still in me to some degree um we have some strong women yeah, you know yeah. strong women <laughs> sometimes that, you know are, are in our lives and um it's good and, and, and it's not so good right, uh-huh, you know? right so there's some things that need to be tweaked and allowing your man to be the leader of the home absolutely mm-hmm. that takes precedence mm-hmm. in so many ways so mm-hmm. that has a lot to do with how you are intimate too, absolutely, and and just allowing that to freely go the right way according to God's word. You know, we always right. want to incorporate God's word into everything, and and that that's something that I'm continuing to, you know, challenge myself to be better. Right. You know, moving forward. And, and, and about that, I have to say, when you give men their place, oh. and you make them feel mm-hmm. important, and yes. you raise. Like booster ego, mm-hmm. right? They mm-hmm. actually respond, mm-hmm. you right. know, a lot better oh, to yeah. to our needs. They oh, really so do. I think that's something that we definitely have to keep in mind. Oh, a lot yeah. of times it's all about me, me, me. This is what right. I want. You're not doing right. this, and I'm expecting right. you to do this. But what are we doing as women to please our men? And that's what we said at the beginning of our mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. You know that we are free to please our men mm-hmm. and, and have freedom in mm-hmm. our sex or intimacy right. relationships. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. we have to keep that in mind. And again, yeah. the word comes in play in intentionality. Right. We have to be so yes. intentional yeah. in marriage yes. to make sure that it works. So otherwise, My husband has told me so many times that, Shelly, I would do anything for you. You have no idea how much control you have over me. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if I respond to him in a good way and I love him and I, you know, he'll do anything. Right. But it's how I respond. Right. What I say, Mm -hmm. what I do. Mm -hmm. You know, so continue to work on those things. Mm -hmm. I'm getting better. I've come a long way from Mm -hmm. where I was. But there's still always room for improvement. I think, too, like with if, if you've got that strong personality and you've just got that strong, um, presence about you, um, I mean, you can still let him, you know, and speak to your spouse. But I think if you're careful of your words yeah. and your tones, yes, I think that they can relate to that too. Yeah. And I think just, I mean, I'm just speaking, just different men that I just know in my life. 
um, like my father, you know, my husband, my brother. But I think probably every man has a love language of words of affirmation. You know, so when you, you know, tell them and you speak to them, um, it they relate differently, you know, when they, when they feel like, you know what, yeah, they get me, you know, they appreciate what I'm doing, how I'm trying, whether it's at a snail, you know, pace or whether it's at a rapid pace, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're appreciate, if we're appreciating even them trying, Mm -hmm. that makes them want to do more. Mm -hmm. Dear listeners, thank you for joining us today. And this will be a series of four episodes where we're going to be discussing and talking and bringing you ideas and encouraging you so that you can keep alive the flame of love in your marriage. This was it for today. Thank you for joining Girl Change Your Clothes and until the next time. Bye-bye.